Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today we are talking about how to heal in addition to therapy. But before we jump in, I do want to encourage you to come join me on Instagram. Say hi, send me a DM. I'd love to get to know you, become friends. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo. And also, if you look in the show notes, I would love to hear from you via email or on Clubhouse. Um, any way that you want to get a hold of me, please do. So I'd love to get to know you, have a conversation with you, and just chat it up. Um, but let's go ahead and just jump right in to today's episode. So today we are talking about how to heal in addition to therapy. So most of us know therapy can be super helpful for so many things in our lives, obviously. And I'm making it one of my missions in life to convince everyone that therapy is totally a normal thing to add into your life, no matter what's going on in your life, whether you feel like you're a hot mess express like me, or you feel like things are going well, but you just need someone to talk to, you need someone to kind of help you understand what you're feeling, what your emotions could mean, like what um, kind of past experiences or current experiences are leading you to make the decisions that you are or feel confused in any feelings that you may currently have. Like therapy is such a good fit for so many people. You do not have to feel like you have a problem. You do not have to feel like you are going through really tough stuff. You do not have to have a traumatic past or even a traumatic event in your life at all to go see a therapist. And I want you to know that therapy is so super cool. So, but yeah, that is my mission. Obviously, you can tell the excitement in my voice. But I do want you to know that there are other things you can do in addition to therapy. And I want to make sure you know I am not suggesting these things to do instead of therapy. Definitely not, but in addition to. Add it in between therapy sessions and whenever you need it because it's that supplement to make your healing journey even better because we are here to figure out how to heal best that will fit us best, that will cater to us best and cater in like a way of like helping us along, not like babying us or enabling us. Um, but yeah, just feeling, figuring out what's best for us because it's going to be different for everyone. You know, I sit here and I give suggestions on things you can try, but I always give multiple suggestions because not everything's going to work for you. And I always, always, always am telling you that if none of my tips work for you, then you can, you know, go online and look up some more. Like you should still do that anyway. And it's just about having as much information as possible that can serve you the best. So, um, yeah, just some, some cool things to add in. Um, I also want to mention that sometimes when we are in therapy, we sometimes don't feel like we are making much progress in what we're trying to heal. Um, if anyone has actually been in therapy, you know that sometimes it just feels like you're going week after week or, uh, a couple weeks after a couple weeks or however often you're going and you're like, man, I just wish that I could be better, quicker, sooner, tomorrow. <laughs> but that's not how, that's not how it works. You have to have patience and you have to have consistency and determination and do your due diligence and do your work so that you can heal. Um, so sometimes we don't make, feel like we're making much progress in what we're trying to heal. So by adding other things in and maybe seeing growth and progress a little sooner with those things, you feel better about how you're moving along in your healing journey. So today I want to share with you some ways to help you heal in addition to therapy, and I do 
have seven suggestions that I'd like to run by you that I think could be super helpful. So the first suggestion I have for you is to spend time outside, like outside where the sunshine is and where the clouds live and where the bunnies and the squirrels are. And I know this seems super cheesy or, you know, something that everyone says, but I think it's so true. So in addition to like having therapy and talking it through with someone and doing whatever homework and exercises that um, they request of you to do or reading or what have you, it is so nice to just get outside. And I honestly, when I step outside, I feel grounded. You know, there are specific grounding exercises you can do in your life that can really help you. And those things do help me with anxiety, but it's actually just stepping outside. You, I'm not saying you have to go for a walk. I'm not saying you have to do exercise. Um, I'm not saying you have to do anything. Just really getting outside, just stepping outside. And even if you just step out your front door, take a couple of deep breaths and really smell that real naturey air that's outside. And, you know, maybe you even live in a place like uh, LA or New York where maybe depending on where you live, specifically in those cities or other cities that have like problems with good air quality. Um, I feel like sometimes Vegas is like that too. And maybe it's not the cleanest air, but it's still going to be better than all of that cooped up air in your home. And it just allows you to reconnect with what is outside of this little perfect, maybe not perfect, but like perfect for you little box that you've created for your own little safe haven. So by stepping outside, you know, maybe you want to, if it's, if it's nice outside, take your shoes off and step into the grass. If you have access to grass and really help you ground and, and feel more connected with the outside world in a naturey way, I feel like that's super helpful. So I'd, I would try that. Um, if you do like to bike and hike and walk and, and run and do all the things, yeah, do that too. But I'm saying at a bare minimum, um, you can definitely experience healing by just being outside, listening to the ambient noises, breathing in clean-ish air, and just knowing that there is something more than what's going on in your world. And it kind of calms you a bit because you're like, okay, my problems aren't just the only ones that are out there. And I feel like that calms you because you're not alone because other people are going through stuff too. Okay. So the second one is to have routines. I love routine. And even sometimes when I don't want to do my routine, which is totally normal, it still feels really good to have a routine of like how I like to do things. Now I will admit to you that my routine right now isn't the the perfect routine, the one that I would really, really love to have. I think that is coming though soon in my life. But right now I do have a pretty good routine that is, you know, helping me at least start my day while I will get up, while I will wake up to my alarm, maybe the first one, sometimes often the second one, and then I'll get up and I will wake up for a minute and I will check my phone, which I know is a bad habit, but it's, it, it helps to kind of calm me so I'm not freaking out about anything. I will see if I have any work messages, but I won't check them. That's the thing. I just like to see and peek if they're there and I'm like, okay, well, then I know that, you know, after I work out and stuff, I have to check those. So I'll just see that and then I will check my email, uh, my personal email though, not my work email. I'm not doing any work <laughs> that yet. And I will just peek through and sometimes I'll read uh, specific emails that are, that are not serious ones. They're more just like fun ones, like newsletters and stuff just to wake me up for like 10 minutes and then I'll get up and I will go into the bathroom and I will get dressed for whatever workout I'm doing that day. And um, lately I've been actually like finding like one of those morning 
encouragement rooms on Clubhouse. If you're not familiar with Clubhouse, it is a social media app that is like audio only. And so you just have real conversations with people on your phone. Um, but you, it's like talking to someone in real life because you are talking to people in real life just on your phone in different rooms. So anyway, I'll, t- I'll pop that on, get dressed, and then um, I will. the dog and I will go downstairs. I will let him out. Um, I also do peek in on my daughter and make sure she's like, you know, still breathing and everything. She's, she's 13. I don't need to, but it's just a habit. So I just peek in on her. I see her and the cat snuggling, sleeping, take the dog downstairs, let him out to go pee. And then while he's doing that, I usually take my little workout photo <laughs> and I will, I'm not shameful to say that. I take a workout photo every day. And then I will go and mix up my pre-workout and down that, let the dog back in. And then usually by that time, I, it's enough, I've wasted enough time in the morning and I'm just going to go and do my workout in, in the garage. And that's my routine. And then after that, you know, it kind of changes because, um, you know, I do upper body two days and I do lower body the other two days. And then the, the, the third day in the middle on the Wednesday, I will do cardio only. And as of late work has been super busy. So sometimes I will listen to work calls while I work out. It's not all the time. It's only sometimes. It's not ideal, but it's just how my life has to be right now. But I still have the routine of working out. I'm not giving that up. I'm not going to go sit at my computer and listen to a work call. Instead of working out, I'm going to work out because that's what makes me the in the best mood and helps me. It's helping me achieve my goals. So that's the only routine I have right now. Because like, so, And then after that, I will come up to my desk and get my work computer fired up and Sometimes spend 10 minutes to like an hour before I actually get into the shower and get showered. And, and you know, my ideal morning routine or routine in general would just to be like have some time to like read a little bit and journal. And we all know we can make time to do these things, but it's just a matter of like how important are we thinking these things are to us. Um, and that's when you actually implement things in, when you really discover how important it would be to you. So anyway, I've gone on and on about routines because I think in this whole entire list, it's like my favorite thing. Having a routine can truly heal you uh, because you are doing things in a cadence that is really helping you feel happy, feel content, feel joyful, um, feel happy, and feel like you are doing something that is bettering you. Even in just the, even just in a little bit of like starting your day off in a positive note. Um, but also healing. I'm, I feel like I'm getting healing when I'm actually working out. I am healing my body. I'm doing what's best for my body. Right. And, you know, I feel like I'm healing my confidence and self-esteem by not feeling shameful of taking that workout picture every day in my cute little workout outfit. Right. You know, and I am healing my confidence also by listening to those motivating morning rooms on clubhouse it's just getting me pumped and ready to go and you know i used to listen to a daily devotional which i'd love to go back to doing that too and that would really heal my spirit and my soul you know and so all of these things in a different way and maybe even a non-traditional way can really help you heal so have a routine that would really help okay let's speed through some of these uh (laughs) i mean i love them all but routines man i love routines the third one is to honor your needs a lot of times we will honor other people's needs all the time. We will put their needs first. We will make sure that their needs are met, but we're not making sure our needs are met. So it's important to honor your needs. And you are healing in this way because you are healing the the, the mindset of knowing that you are just as important as someone else. And I feel like a lot of us don't uh, have that mindset or we struggle to have it um, or we think we have it, but we don't act on it. So we don't really have it. You know what I mean? So 
it's important for us to heal that mindset of understanding we are just as important as other people. We also need to honor ourselves. We need to serve ourselves. We also need to put ourselves on a pedestal um, just for ourselves. Know that we're super important. And if we don't take care of ourselves and honor ourselves, we are going to run out of steam and ability to do that for anyone else in our life, even the super important people. If you have like a spouse, a family, kiddos, whatever. So keep that in mind. Okay. So the fourth one is to ask for help. Super easy. You are going to heal in so many ways by asking for help, especially if you struggle with that. You're going to be able to heal and, you know, reaching out to people, trusting other people, releasing control, um, and really putting yourself out there to also experience possible rejection and, and be able to move through that emotion. So, but asking for help is like one of the hardest things for me because I am so prideful and I just want to be able to do everything on my own. I want to be known as that strong woman that is capable of everything, but you know, you, you only get so many people that are going to pat you on the back for that. And then, and then they don't care But by involving more people, asking for help, creating this like community effect, you know, you're bringing more people in, they feel like a part of the journey and it's just so much fun and it's a lot easier, right? It's a lot easier, which is a bonus. Okay. So the fifth one is to have positive people in your life. You are definitely going to heal. If you have more positive people in your life, the more people that are sucking the life out of you that are just like pouring in negativity and complaining and whining and never celebrating anything positive. And, you know, I'm not saying that positive people in your life have to be positive all the time. It's just that they're trying to find the silver lining. They're trying to, like, practice gratitude. They're trying to really just, you know, go after the joy in their lives. And they will, you know, still share and talk about the hard things that they've gone through, but really trying to spin it or, you know, see it for what it really is and not trying to put a a, a bigger, deeper mask of negativity over it because it's easier to commiserate. Um, you know, all these negative things that happen to us rather than just being like, yeah, that was really tough. It took me a hard time to get through that thing, but I'm able to, you know, kind of move to the other side of it now. And I know it's going to be okay in the end. And I feel like that's just more genuine, but it's not as dramatic. So people don't like to talk about it or it doesn't garner a lot of attention, but it is the better option. I assure you. So have positive people in your life that'll definitely help you heal from your own negative mindsets, from maybe not being able to have people in your life that are wanting to pour into you, that are wanting to be a positive presence in your life, and for you to feel like you could actually share and be vulnerable with others. Okay, so the sixth one is to practice being present. This is like my newest thing that I'm obsessed with and that I think is going to be the uh, the foundation of what I'm all about. So I do, uh, I do this show, this, this podcast, because I want to help you become your best self. Yes. And that'll never go away. But I also believe in becoming your best self. You need to live in the present. And, you know, I talk a lot about being genuine and authenticity, which is super important too. And I think that you can also achieve those same things by living in the present, by practicing being present, because you are just wholly in the moment of like what's happening now today, you know, what's going to happen like today and maybe tomorrow, but you're really just like enjoying what's happening right now, as opposed to being so caught up in what um, has happened in the past and how that's reflecting on you now. And then worrying about what could happen or will happen in the future. I encourage you to practice being present because it will really heal you to not, you know, maybe tone back your anxiety a bit because you are not so worried about what's going to happen and also help your self-esteem, your self-confidence and your worth and 
um, and, and letting things go and like working on people pleasing and perfectionism by not being so worried about what has happened in the past, how that was going to reflect back on you, how that's going to make you look, how that is going to cause you to not want to do this, that, and the other, or walk down this path again, because you're in so much fear that you might repeat your history. Um, uh, it's so good. I talk about it all the time. It's so good to learn from the past and glean knowledge from that, but then move forward. Don't stay back there. If you get caught up in there, then you're like imprisoning yourself in the past. It's not going to help you grow and learn and move forward. So I encourage you, be practice being present. Live in the moment. Enjoy what's happening right now. We're not promised tomorrow, which I know sounds, you know, negative, but it's not. It's it's a fact and we should really try to live it up right now. Uh, I'm not saying be like irresponsible, you know, still save and be diligent and, you know, be responsible in like savings and and what you do, what you think you'll, you can do now and then what you think you can do later, but still try to enjoy right now as much as possible. Don't put everything off always for the future. Okay. And so the last one I have for you, the seventh one today is to practice accepting what's happening around you. This can be really hard. This will help you heal from things like accepting the people as they come, as they come to you, right? Um, help you heal in understanding that you cannot be in control of everything. That is definitely this, you know, practicing accepting what's happening around you and has really taught me that I, I cannot be in control of everything despite how much I want to, despite how I think that will make me feel so much better, but that's not the case. Um, and by accepting the people, uh, for who they are and how they show you themselves, knowing that you don't have the ability to change everyone to make them into the best person they can be. They have to make that decision all on their own. And then they have to follow through with those things. You cannot do everything for everyone else. And, you know, you have to accept that, you know, hard times are going to come. Negative experiences will happen, right? Trials and tribulations, trauma, um, tough emotions, you know, loss. And by accepting that these things will happen um, or are currently happening around you, you are not trying to pretend that everything's going to be okay. You're not, you're not having that fake positivity, you know, that toxic positivity that everyone's talking about. You will have this realist outlook of like, okay, yeah, it's real crazy right now. This all really sucks right now, but I know that we're going to get through it. I know that I have a couple ways that's going to really help me to be strong and um, hopefully understand why I had to go through this down the line, but to continue to move forward and ask for help when I need it and to take a break when I need it and, you know, be free to um, express my emotions and my feelings as long as it doesn't hurt someone else. And just continue to keep going and not give up, you know, but you, yeah, it's, it's opposed to fighting what's happening around you or pretending that it's not happening or pretending that it's not affecting you or, you know, just, yeah, just not being real about what's going on. You are hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself so much more than just allowing yourself to be healed by the realness and the genuineness of everything that is um, happening to you and around you are for you even. Sometimes so many good things can come out of bad situations and experiences. And so I think that, yes, accepting what's happening around you can definitely help you heal as a person and also understanding that you don't need to be perfect all the time and you don't need to focus all your energy on people-pleasing all the time. 
There's a lot of times where you just need to focus on you and that's what's going to get you through. So, and God. (laughs) So that's all I have to say about how to heal in addition to therapy. I hope this is really beneficial to you guys and that you liked it. So again, thank you so much for listening and uh, sorry, listening, downloading and sharing the show. Uh, listening to Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. I appreciate you guys more than you know. I keep saying that. It is genuine. I do mean it. I promise you with everything in my entire heart. So please check the show notes below for how to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo, or on Clubhouse at Sabrina J Perozo, or send me an email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, and hello to me. So until next time, have a good one and I'll see you guys next time. Bye everyone.